Welcome to Small Acts of Living, a podcast that helps you find balance using Ayurveda. Welcome to episode three. Today we're going to be talking about Pitta Dosha. I'm going to talk about the fire and water elements, which are Pitta's most dominating elements, and what kind of effect these can have on the body and mind. Then, just like we did with Vata, we're going to run through the qualities of fire and water and talk about how they can influence everything from our personality to the kind of foods that we like to eat, to our digestion, to the kind of imbalances that we get in our body. Pitta's dominating elements are fire and water, but because of the strength of fire, fire is more dominant out of the two. So that might mean, for example, that Pitta people can often be quite intense or hot-headed like a fire but actually underneath the surface there's this lovely water element which is love compassion and that means that they're the kind of people that are very loyal and very kind and would do anything for the people that matter to them but you just might not see it from the surface the fire element not only provides heat but it also provides the light for us to see And this is really interesting when it comes to a pitta constitution because when you have a lot of fire in you, you're able to really have an amazing vision of the future, of goals, of something to work towards. So the fire gives us this amazing ability to see something. And when we really see something, when we have a goal that we want to get to, we immediately have this sense of action that we want to get there. So the fire element within us, pitta's fire element, can really give us that ability to see a goal and the motivation and energy to get to that goal. So that means that Pitta types are naturally really ambitious and motivated and they have this absolutely amazing drive. So they could be sort of CEOs or entrepreneurs or team leaders, anyone with this incredible confidence and drive. Um, They make amazing sportsmen and women for this reason too. They have this amazing ability to just aim for a goal and get there. Fire also helps us digest. We call it our digestive fire a lot in Ayurveda, and it's the absolute pinnacle of health. When we have a good, strong digestive fire, we're able to take our food and transform it into the right nutrients for our body. Now, it's not just our food that we get to transform and digest, but actually, we take in so much through our five senses at every second of the day. And we also need to transform and digest this information too. So when we have a balanced fire within us, we're able to digest our life experiences also. We're able to take them in and transform them into this deeper understanding. So the fire element has this great ability to take something in and transform it into something beneficial. The reason that Pitta isn't just purely fire is because it needs that balance of water. Now, a fire in its very nature is hot and destructive and it spreads, which means that actually our bodily tissues could be kind of destructed by this fire. So we need the softness of the water element to come in and balance that that Pitta energy. So that's why in a Pitta person, you might quite often feel like they have two opposing energies, this really hot, fiery energy, but also this sort of soft, watery energy. And that's what's really interesting about the Pitta constitution. I'm going to talk about Pitta's qualities now, so the qualities of fire and water, and how these can be seen in the mind and body of a Pitta-type constitution. 
So Pitta's qualities are oily, sharp, hot, light, fleshy smelling, spreading and liquid. Jumping straight into the oily quality, oiliness can manifest as oily skin, for example, so someone who's a bit more prone to acne or pimples or just oily patches in their skin. Or in the kind of personality and the mind, it can be maybe someone who's a little bit slimy. And by that, I mean maybe somebody who plays the game a bit too much, who doesn't necessarily show you who they really are straight away. And this is really interesting because if you imagine this person in a corporate environment in work, for example, if you take the Pitta personality type into account, like I said before, they're very motivated and driven to get towards a goal. And I think part of that is that they don't want to necessarily show vulnerability or weakness because to them that's getting in the way of their of their ambition. And just like a fire kind of blocks things or creates a barrier, Pitta people can also tend to create a barrier to how they're really feeling. And this is very interesting in terms of how the, the subtleness of their fire element, even though it's not subtle, it can appear subtly in ways like this. Moving on to the sharp quality, just like a flame burns sharply, Pitta types usually have a very sharp intellect. They're very bright, which is kind of a funny word now that you think about it in relation to Pitta's fire. But it can also maybe mean that they have a sharp tongue. So they can say something quite direct, something quite blunt. They can maybe appear a little bit intimidating to more sensitive types. But it's, it's really fascinating, this idea of the intellect, because like I said before, the fire has this amazing ability to transform things. So with Pitta having the dominating fire element, they're more capable of digesting information and assimilating it into understanding. So Pitta types are usually very clever and perhaps they're the ones at a meeting who have all good ideas, they're very professional, they say things how it is, there's no fluffing around. Whereas, for example, Vata types might be sort of daydreaming out the window and are slightly more shy to say their ideas and Kapha types might be having a nap. Now, if you imagine the burning heat of a fire, we're going to talk about the hot quality, which can show up as a warm complexion. So usually Pitta people have quite a kind of reddish, warm complexion to their skin. They have a really warm body temperature as well. So they're the kind of people that you cuddle up to at night and it feels like they're a radiator. They're just constantly warm. They might have to strip off some layers more so than other people. And as they have this sort of heat from the fire, it means that their fire is really strong. So when it comes to their digestion, they usually have the strongest digestion out of all constitutions, which means they're better able to digest, slightly harder to digest foods. But also it means that they can have a really ravenous appetite. So if a pitta type doesn't eat on time, they might get really hangry. They're the type of people who you have to stop what you're doing, make sure they're fed, otherwise they will kick off and just get really hangry. And they're quite often hungry, even if they've just had a meal. So their fiery appetite is uh, is very prominent. They can also, with this, get a little hot-tempered. So they might be the type of people that get a bit hot-headed and get angry quite quickly. So this is this heating, hot quality coming to the surface. A quality that I find really interesting is this quality of spreading. So just like a fire very quickly spreads, if you imagine wildfires spreading along a landscape, 
Pitta's fire can spread quite quickly. And in the mind or in the personality of a Pitta type, this can mean that they like to spread their knowledge. They like to have a name for themselves. They like to have status and influence over people. So often you'll find Pitta types are entrepreneurs or people who really market themselves well and, and maybe they're the face of their company. And quite a lot of successful people in the world are Pitta constitutions for this reason. But when this goes out of balance, when the fire burns too brightly, it can mean that they have a bit of an ego. So that really needs to be tamed. But when in balance, it means they're great teachers and they're really inspirational people. They make amazing speakers and they really draw people in because they're, they're very motivating in their nature. Pitta's light quality, just like the lightness of a fire, can show up in the body as a light, muscly frame. So Pitta types are usually a bit more muscular than other people. They are kind of the ones who push themselves at the gym the most as well, and we'll get onto that a bit later. But they usually have this draw, they, they like to be light. So they're very drawn to kind of lighter foods and they like to feel that they're light and muscly. So they might be a little bit conscious of their body weight from time to time, but generally, unless they're really out of balance, they're usually kind of motivated enough to stay in shape. Because Pitta has the water element also, it means that they are more prone to sweating a lot more and urinating a lot more because they have more water element within them. And the kind of fleshy smelling quality is interesting because this can appear in Pitta types as more prominent body odor. So a Pitta person might wear more deodorant or more perfume because they're a little bit aware that they have a stronger body odor smell. So now we've been over Pitta's qualities, I want to talk about how Pitta aggravation actually feels in the body and mind. So if we take the hot, sharp qualities of Pitta, they can appear in the mind as self-criticism. And I wanted to spend some time talking about this because I think it's really important and it's something that I really see so much with my clients. It's this inner voice that is really self-critical, that tells you, you need to look better, you need to push yourself at the gym more, you know, it's the voice that compares you to other people, that puts you down. And what's interesting is that we don't realize that this is not who we are. We think when we have this, it's who we are, but actually it's just our fire element that's out of balance. And once that fire element gets put into balance, these self-critical thoughts decrease. Now this sense of self-criticism and judgment can spread, just like the spreading qualities of Pitta, towards other people as well. So if you're imbalanced as a Pitta person, you might kind of arrange to meet a friend, walk down the street towards that friend and just be having angry thoughts about that friend, even though you like them. You might be thinking, why am I meeting up with this person? I don't even like them. Well, what am I doing? And it's, it's those kind of, that kind of inner voice, that inner anger is the fire element that's gone out of balance. It's that hot quality of Pitta that is burning too brightly. Pitta's fire has this really strong ability to dominate other things and it's really controlling of how we feel so when our fire element is out of balance we might start becoming really controlled about loads of things whether it's our exercise regime the food that we're eating we might start feeling 
like our thoughts are controlling us as well. And this element of control is very, very prominent in Pitta types. So that means they might be more prone to eating disorders or just being very rigid about their regime and not being able to get out of it, feeling like they're stuck in a very rigid regime. I talked about this concept of hot-headedness. So just to reiterate, like I said, Pitta types can get very angry. So they may have this angry internal voice that can often turn on themselves as well. But also they get angry towards other people, frustrated very easily. They're very, they can be very irritable if they're out of balance. They might think that no one else can do something as good as they can. And actually they can be quite competitive as well. So it's always recommended if you are a Pitta type and you are prone to these feelings to stay away from competitive environments because it can be a bit dog-eat-dog in a a Pitta's mind. So it's best to avoid those situations and also just be aware. And that's what's so amazing about Ayurveda is that it makes you aware of what you're thinking and what your body is telling you. So for instance, if you are feeling like you're in a very controlled place and you're having these arguments with people in your mind that you've just made up and you're, you're feeling very negative, that is actually a sign that your body is telling you something is out of balance. It's not who you are. Quite often you hear the term burnout and this really applies to pitta constitutions. If their fire element burns too brightly, too sharply, too hot, they can be really susceptible to burning themselves out, which now that you link the two words, again, it's it's such an interesting connection. Um, but basically what happens is the fire element burns out all the waters of the body, creating a lot of dryness, and this leads to complete depletion. So pitta types really need to avoid overworking even though they can be the type of people that love to work and push themselves it's better for them to just take breaks and really engage in like mindful qualities but i'll talk about all of how to balance pitta later so now you have a bit more of an idea about how a pitta or fire imbalance can feel in the mind i wanted to talk about how it appears in the body so often the heat in the body is carried within the blood so pitta constitutions who are out of balance can get hot flushes They can get acne, bleeding gums, rosacea, anything that involves redness, red skin issues. They can also get hair loss as the fire, like I said, burns out the hair follicles. They can get a very hot or overly hot body temperature and even inflamed tendons and muscles. Inflammation is a really big one with Pitta because of the fire and heat in the blood. And as their fiery digestion can burn really, really strong, sometimes the food in the gut with a very, very strong digestive fire actually gets incinerated before it's able to be absorbed properly by the body. And because of that, there are toxins left over in the gut and these toxins can become acidic. So pitta types, because of their burning digestive fire, when they're out of balance or where that burns too brightly, they can suffer from acidity issues. So, you know, heartburn or any kind of esophagitis or um, acid reflux, things like that, because they have this acidy, hot stomach. They can also get anemia as a result of this because their bodies are not getting the right nutrition. So they can be very low iron and have slightly kind of malnutrition symptoms. And in fact, even if they're eating a lot, they can get weight loss because of this, because their digestive fire is burning too strong. So what is it that actually increases the fire in the body? How does this happen? 
So it can be so many things, but if we talk about diet and lifestyle, it can be anything that increases or has the same qualities as pitta. So for example, too much of that hot, sharp quality can be if you're eating too many spicy foods or you're really um, overthinking about something, you're spending too much time with this one-pointed focus on something, or you might be feeling very angry in your day-to-day or you might be having a lot of alcohol or stimulants like coffee or sitting in the sun for too long. Or it could be an excess of the light quality, which could be unnecessary fasting and ignoring your hunger, which is a really, really bad idea for pitta constitutions. Fasting in general can work, but you have to have the right kind of constitution for it. And because pitta have such a strong digestive fire, if they're fasting, this can actually create more acidity in the gut. Um, Or it could be too much oiliness with fried or fatty food or microwaved food that's left over and stale. Another slightly less direct thing that can increase pitta is our society and the way it functions. So it's really common for people today to have a pitta imbalance, especially if you're an age from puberty to your 50s, which is the pitta time of your life. And particularly for women, we're expected to fit into this kind of masculine, fiery world. So a lot of women these days are showing up with this kind of pitta energy, this fiery masculine energy, where they're pushing themselves at work, they're pushing themselves at the gym, and they're pushing themselves to be perfect. But interestingly, this can affect hormone levels and create more rigidity and less of that soft feminine fluidity that watery qualities can have. So as their fire increases, they have less water in them, which means they're becoming more rigid and hard and controlled and kind of a bit more like men, really. So it's it's a really, really interesting one when it comes to women pitta. And the same thing can be said for exercise. And I did a post on this um, on my Instagram not that long ago. And it's basically about how we're kind of all told that we have to do a certain amount of exercise per day. and But actually... That is true, but the kind of exercise you're doing really depends on your constitution, like what's best for you. And I think, you know, there's so many hit classes and really intense classes that don't actually suit everybody. And I think sometimes with Pitta, if they push themselves too much and do too much exercise, this can really increase the fire element and it can increase the sense of control, it can increase the judgment, it can increase the heat, the inflammation, it can increase that fire. So you're kind of stuck in a bit of a vicious circle in a way because you can't stop this regime or this exercise regime and routine, but at the same time, it's creating more heat, which is making you more controlled and more fiery and more hot-headed. I'm not saying that's gonna happen for all pitta constitutions. It's just if you're feeling imbalanced already and you're pushing yourself at the gym, this can really not make things any better. So how do we reduce pitta? How do we reduce these fire and water elements within us if they've gone out of balance? The best way is to introduce food and lifestyle with opposite qualities to pitta. So for example, that would be more cooling, relaxing, soothing, and even light-hearted things in your diet and lifestyle. So from a taste perspective, the bitter, sweet, and astringent tastes reduce pitta. So you'd want to eat more bitter green foods like spinach or kale, cooling grains like white basmati rice, coconut milk, Um, ghee is a great one for pitta, it's very cooling for the system, and cooling digestive spices like fennel or ground coriander for example. The sour, pungent and salty tastes aggravate pitta 
because sour is sharp, so it's too similar to pitta's qualities. The pungent is very, very heating and salty is also heating. So with those three, they would aggravate pitta's qualities. So you want to avoid things that are sharp. So for example, something lemony or garlic and onion, something heating like chili, something oily, like very oily foods or leftovers that have kind of fermented and gone smelly or hard smelly cheeses and too much salt added after cooking. From a lifestyle perspective, basically pitters really need to focus on balancing and cooling. And they also need to focus on smiling, which sounds like a weird thing to say, and I'm not saying that pitter people are unhappy and have a dour expression. It's more that they need to become less serious and they need to invite some playfulness into their life. So from an exercise perspective, something like swimming in cool water is amazing for pitter types or doing yoga, hatha yoga, which is grounding and allows them to kind of focus their mind on something that's not work. Um, a coconut oil body massage is also very cooling or just walking in a cool breeze of nature. And it's really important for them to take breaks away from work. So whether that's indulging in something creative, doing some volunteering work, just being a bit more spontaneous, all these things can kind of take away that rigidity of pitta and just allow them to kind of feel a little bit more cool-headed and relaxed and less stressed. The pitta times of day are 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and then again at 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. which basically means this is when pitta or our fire is most strong in our body. So that's why we always say you have to eat lunch between 12 and 2 because that's when your digestive fire is at its most strong. And it also means that that's kind of when you need to do most of your thinking, most of your action within that time frame. And if you find yourself going to bed quite far past 10pm, so if you're kind of going to bed at midnight, you're already tapping into this pitta fiery energy, which means that you might be able to think really well, and often pitters are actually night owls, but it may mean that you also really struggle to get to sleep after that because you've been kind of using that burning fire energy of pitta. And that's a wrap on pitta. Thanks everyone for listening. If you want to know more about your dosha or any imbalances that you might have, then please do book a consultation with me. Otherwise, if you're a pitta type and you've related to anything I've said, make sure you're balancing that fire, because when you do, you can achieve pretty much anything. See you next time.